We've seen some improvement in the cattle markets. To find out more, Glenda Lee Allen Bossler talked with Ann Wasco, a cattle market analyst with Gateway Livestock. And what are we seeing happening in the markets these days? Well, I think we've flipped into the second half of 2022 and, and markets have certainly turned the corner and are getting better. We talked so much earlier this year about a very disappointing cattle market here, in, especially in Western Canada, where prices were really lagging back from the U.S. market and just largely because we had so many cattle placed on feed last year from, from the drought, from the 2021 drought. So we've turned the corner, it feels like. Supplies are tightening. Cattle feeders are getting more current. Our cattle on feed numbers uh, on August 1 were down 3% from last year. That's the first time we've seen on-feed numbers drop below a year ago in well over a year. And I think when Canfax comes out with the report this Friday for September 1, it's going to uh, show that trend continuing. So we're certainly turning the corner, and so cattle prices are coming up. The Fed cattle market's kind of leading the way, um, averaging up over 180 last week, and that's the first time we've seen uh, that kind of an average price in, in Western Canada for fat cattle since 2015. And, and therefore, then now feeder cattle and calf prices uh, also following suit, too. What about the slaughter cow market? What are we seeing happening there? Slaughter cow market's been um, super strong this year, um, well above last year's prices, again, that were so impacted by the drought and the bigger cow kill and cow marketings in 2021. But uh, so far this year, we've got, well, today, the average, you'd call the average probably close to forty dollars a hundred higher than last year you know it's still hovering in that you know 113 to 115 area on the on the d2 average and again the highest uh, slaughter cow price we've seen for this time of year since 2015 now watching that market closely we're we're seeing still very dry conditions through well the entire half western half of the u.s and and into the deep south plains and so we've got a u.s cow kill it's up 14 percent but it hasn't impacted um, prices, certainly north of the border, uh, and their prices are still above a year ago, too. Again, just showing the demand for, um, especially for that lean trim or that hamburger beef that we talk about, has still been super strong here in 2022. Now, here we are into September. What are your thoughts heading into that fall run? Uh, a lot of producers out there evaluating the herd right now. Yeah, exactly. It was a quiet June and July for sales, but things have really started to pick up. Uh, August was busy, especially on the on the grass cattle market, and here in early September, things are really starting to rock and roll, especially on the internet and video sales that are offering you know sales you know delivery uh, down the road into the fall. So those prices are already showing you know forty to sixty dollars a hundred higher than last year, you know both on on yearlings and calves even more so. So uh, that's a really super good sign as we head into the run. Um, I think a couple of things right off the bat. We are seeing barley prices in southern Alberta, you know, kind of 15% lower at the same time last year. And uh, that'll be something we, we watch through the rest of the run. Remember last year we saw a record amount of corn imported uh, into western Canada from the U.S. And so this is looking like a, a considerably different scenario in terms of uh, at least there's feed in parts of Western Canada, and that's going to be important. The other point is um, feeder cattle supply looks really tight. We've turned back to a net exporter of feeder cattle here in 2022. We're exporting more and importing less feeder cattle compared to last year, and so that's really shoring up or, or helping to keep the feeder supply 
pretty much on on the tight side as we as we really round up to the last half of this year. Now you were talking there about the the feed prices. Uh, still, a lot of areas extremely dry, dry conditions. Many many producers saying they're still going to be looking for some feed. Absolutely, and so that's that's one part of it. And then of course input prices or fuel prices, um, and you know freight to get you know feed moved around uh, is considerably higher than last year. So at the end of the day. Um, even though we are looking at um, barley prices being a bit lower than what they were last year, we're still looking at overall input prices as sky high and, and really record record high levels. So that's going to be a challenge and, and obviously one of the limiting factors. You know, at least, as I said earlier, at least there is some feed in parts um, of the West uh, compared to last year where it really was a, was a, was a write-off. Um, but it still costs money to get this feed moved around. Stats Canada, of course, are recently releasing their inventory report. Anything significant in there for the cattle industry that we should be taking away with us? I wouldn't say significant, um, Glenda Lee, other than the fact that this was the first report after their five-year census report that came out back in May, and it really just confirmed uh, the trend that we've seen over the last number of years that the Canadian cow herd continues to get smaller. And so bottom line, the total cattle number here in Canada, if you're kind of watching the big picture, down 3% from 2021, 12.3 million head. That's the smallest uh, cattle herd in Canada since 1988. And just looking at mother cow, beef cow numbers down 2% at uh, 3.7 million head. And the other one that kind of jumped out at me was Western Canadian beef replacement heifers down 7% from last year. And that's the smallest replacement herd since 2010. And if you think that through, uh, logically, that's going to basically be um, locked locked in the fact that we're going to see a smaller cow herd again next year if our replacement heifers are down already. And is that basically just again because of the the dry conditions and, and feed concerns we had that producers had to look at at uh, a harder cull, I guess? I think that would be a, a leading a leading cause, but of course it all goes back to the root problem that, that has been the long-term problem for the Canadian cattle industry, and that's been lack of profitability. So, And that goes back long before, you know, the last year or two's droughts. So, you know, certainly um, the droughts have made it more difficult and have, you know, maybe um, sped up the pace of the sell-off in, in parts of Western Canada. But at the at the end of the day, it all comes down to lack of profitability. Overall, final thoughts, key comments you would like to leave with producers? Well, things we're going to be watching for, there's still lots of volatility out there. I mean, global issues continue to cause lots of volatility on day-to-day pricing, whether you're talking about energy prices or grain prices. So, I mean, it's not like... It's smooth sailing, so lots of volatility ahead, unfortunately. Um, but we are looking at 2023 futures markets for cattle prices in Chicago as strong and uh, higher than we've seen in, in many years. So I think that gives some confidence as we head uh, you know, into the fall run and on into 2023 that um, you know, certainly the expectations are that cattle prices are going to firm some more as we head into next year. That's Ann Wasco, a cattle market analyst with Gateway Livestock. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Vossler. Thanks, Glendalee. 
That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Knute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.